Hello, this is TJ from AquariumTipTank.com. I'd like to remind you to go to AquariumTipTank.com and sign up for our free e-updates and newsletter so you can get all of the latest tips and tricks to relaxing and enjoying your home aquarium. We've talked about the bigger pieces of the aquarium equipment, like the tank, the lighting, the filtration systems. Today, we're going to talk about all of the other smaller pieces of equipment that you will need for your tropical fish tank. First, a little aquarium tip tank news and some housekeeping. Uh, we have made our first video and posted it to YouTube on our new YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I'm learning a few new things about YouTube and making videos and things like that. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, we have set up an easier link for you to get straight to our YouTube channel at www.aquariumtiptank.com slash YouTube. If you want to get to it straight from YouTube and type in the YouTube URL, you can also go to www.youtube.com slash user slash Aquarium Tip Tank. Uh, this first video video that I have that we have out there is about setting up the API next canister aquarium filter again that's the, the aquarium filter the canister aquarium filter that uh, I chose to use for my 29 30 gallon tank saltwater tank that I'm setting up and the second video that we have out there is about changing the filter media in the API Next canister filter. You can also uh, go to the website and see posts and and things like that about uh, those about the API Next uh, canister filter. Uh, please head on over to our YouTube channel again. That's at www.aquariumtiptank.com/youtube and leave some comments and subscribe to the Aquarium Tip Tank YouTube channel if you wish. Another thing is please get in touch with us. We, we love our listeners. We love hearing from you, uh, but, you know, we'd love to hear from you more. Uh, we and we love hearing from our aquarium, from our fellow aquarium hobbyists. Uh, ask us questions. Uh, we'll do our best to answer or find an answer for you if if we don't know it off the top of our heads. Uh, tell us about your aquarium breakthroughs. Um, did you just set up a filter? Uh, did you just set up your lights? Uh, just did you did you just put your sand in and filled your tank with water? Or have you had a reef tank for a while and decided to add a new coral? Uh, what's working in your aquarium for you right now? What breakthrough or update do you have for, for, you, for your aquarium? Um, and tell us what you want to know. How can we help you with your aquarium? And what types of things would you like to see from the website? Uh, what videos and tutorials would you like to see? Uh, there are so many ways to get in touch with us. You can email me at tj at aquariumtipstank.com or support at aquariumtiptank.com. You can go to Facebook to say hello at www.facebook.com slash aquariumtiptank. YouTube, uh, now you can find us at YouTube as well. Uh, view our videos, leave comments, ask questions. Again, that's at uh, AquariumTipTank.com slash YouTube. Of course, we're on Twitter at AquariumTipTank. And you can go to the website itself, leave comments on our posts, uh, say hello over there as well. Uh, send us your questions and aquarium breakthroughs, and, and we'll 
possibly even give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, maybe we'll even get in contact with you and do an interview with you or something like that. And you can be on the podcast yourself. Uh, please make sure, however, in the email you send us or, or whatever it is, that you are specific about what information that we can share with the world. Uh, we would hate to go out and, you know, tell everybody your email address if you don't want people emailing you or something like that. So just please let us know what we can share with the world. Maybe it's your Twitter handle or something like that. Um, and, you know, we'll use whatever call name or anything like that you want. We'll use your real name if you want to, you know, but some people don't want us to do that. So either way, just let us know. All right. Finally, after just a few minutes, we can get on to our feature segment, and it's time to talk about all of these smaller, quote-unquote, pieces of aquarium equipment, from heaters to glass scrapers, nets, and water buckets. Uh, this is the next step in my aquarium. These are the things that I kind of need to order. I, I may not need to order some of them because I already have some of them. Some of them I need to get more f more because I'm starting a new tank and a new aquarium. Uh, I'll go through that as I go through these smaller pieces of aquarium as well. Uh, but these are some of the you know, kind of smaller things that you need uh, for your aquarium. Of course, the bigger things are the tank itself, the stand, the filtration system, and the lighting. Okay, so first, let's talk about the heater. Uh, this is actually kind of one of the quote-unquote bigger pieces of equipment in the fact that you'll almost definitely need one. You've got to keep your temperature of your water at a uh, constant temperature, and that's whatever temperature you your livestock likes to be be at or your livestock normally lives in. Um, sometimes maybe this will be a chiller if you want if you're planning on keeping cold water livestock or if you don't have air conditioning if you keep this in you know kind of an outdoor area uh, you're going to need a chiller in order to um, and it's hot in that outdoor area you're going to need a chiller to keep your aquarium water at the correct temperature as well but for me I, I only need a heater uh, in order to do that and you know some people ask how many watts well here, you can pretty much use the 3 to 5 watts per gallon rule, uh, and it should work perfectly fine. For my 30-gallon tank, I'm going to go with a 150-watt heater. 30 gallons is actually fairly small, and the water temperature can actually change more rapidly in a smaller tank. With a bigger tank, you have much more water at the correct temperature. If it's cold on you know one edge or one wall of the tank, you have several more gallons. You know, if you have a hundred gallon tank, you might have one side of it that is a little bit cold or drafty or something, but the rest of the water in the in the other you know. 80% of the tank is is the correct temperature. So there, the fluctuations in temperature are much less with a bigger tank. Uh, so you might need a actual heater with more wattage for a smaller tank. I know that doesn't make much sense. Either way, uh, 3 to 5 watts per gallon uh, should work perfectly fine for your heater. 150 watts divided by 30 would be... 5 watts per gallon for my tank. Okay, so the next thing I need is a reverse osmosis water purifier. Uh, this is probably the most expensive of the quote-unquote smaller pieces of aquarium equipment that I need, uh, but it is absolutely necessary. Uh, we recommend that you uh, reverse osmose or 
deionize uh, your water for all of your aquariums, fresh water or salt water, but it is absolutely essential for a tank that you might have a reef in or corals in, that you get all of those uh, contaminants and things out of your tap water. I'm grabbing one from Amazon. I'll share the link uh, to it in the post page for this show on the website. Um, it, and it's a portable RODI filter. Basically, it just means it's easy to attach and detach from your faucet when necessary or any faucet in your house. You can basically use just about any faucet in your house. I don't have to hook it up to one, you know, a sink or, or one faucet and keep it on that one faucet the entire time. Uh, this one pr- states that it produces 75 gallons per day of RODI water. Uh, and it has activated carbon in, inside the mechanical uh, filtration screen media to get rid of you know chlorine and things like that that are in the water. Uh, make sure you check out the filters and make sure that you replace them when necessary. And by this, I mean there's actually filter media in your RODI filter as well. Uh, you know, and it'll tell you kind of on the box how, how often you might need to replace those little filter screens and things like that and filter cartridges that you have for your RODI unit. Much like your aquarium filter, really. Uh, And look at all the different kinds of RO and DI filters and choose the one that will work for you. Uh, You know, you can go to www.aquariumtiptank.com slash RODI filter, and that'll give you a link to Amazon of the one that I purchased, but maybe that's not the one that you want or the right one for you. Maybe it doesn't uh, produce, you know, 75 gallons per day of RODI water might not be enough for you. Uh, I don't really know. Go ahead and check them all out and make sure you get the one that works for you. Uh, It's not that not super difficult to go ahead and find one. Okay, now uh, let's move on to the actual cheaper stuff, and let's start with a thermometer. You have to have a thermometer so that you know and check the temperature often. A thermometer might, you know, tell you that your heater isn't plugged in or it's not working. You have to go grab another one or your spare or something like that. You got to make sure that your temperature is staying fairly constant at all times and around your aquarium. A floating thermometer with a suction cup to attach it to one place, if if you want to, costs $3.50. Or you can choose from any variety of electric or digital thermometers that are fixed in one place on a wall of the aquarium and may have digital readouts. They're generally a little bit more expensive at $5 to $30. You know, there are some advantages and disadvantages to all this. The the floating um, thermometer will kind of float around the top of your tank and get to all places around the top of your tank. And that's kind of good because it gets, you know, a sampling of the temperature from everywhere around your tank, whereas a fixed thermometer will be in one place. It won't necessarily tell you what the temperature is at the other side of your tank. However, you might be able to get a few of those fixed thermometers and put them at different places and, you know, put one in the top of your water column and in the bottom of, you know, bottom of your water and and see what the temperature is like in different places. So, you know, there's different things for you to think about. You know, also the floating thermometer might get stuck somewhere. It might float around the tank if you let it float around the tank and just get stuck in some precarious spots in rock work or something like that or or in a corner of your tank too. And then it's just like a fixed thermometer that's floating in the same spot all the time. Okay, moving on. That's thermometers. They're fairly cheap, very small. 
the small fish net. If you're going to keep fish or you're going to put stuff in and out, you might need to grab it with a net sometimes. Just grab one. There are a few different sizes that you can get. They're 3 to $10 each. I don't need one. Uh, this can kind of be used for multiple aquariums as long as you rinse it off between tanks. For everything that I state here that can be used for multiple aquariums, just make sure that you rinse it off in between tanks and rinse it off well with just your tap water should be fine. Just get, you know, kind of rinse off those particles that might be in one tank uh, from getting in another tank is all that's really about. Uh, next, a siphon. Uh, this is, of course, for regular water changes. You need to siphon out the water and replace uh, with new water and things. You know, about once a week, maybe once every two weeks to do regular water changes. You can use this for multiple tanks as well. Again, rinse it off in between tanks. Uh, it depends on what amenities you want to have. You know, me, I don't necessarily need one because I have one already for my other tank, but I want one that's uh, a little bit longer. My new tank uh, is a little bit further from the sink than the nano tank that I have. Also, with the nano tank, I can just kind of move one five-gallon bucket. With the new 30-gallon tank, I might have to change 10 gallons, and that would be two 10-gallon buckets and everything else. This one has a 25-foot hose. I can connect it directly to the sink in one of my bathrooms that near closer to the well that's closer to this 30 gallon tank that I'm setting up and I can just run it all the way across the floor over to that sink and dump the old uh, dirty quote unquote dirty water with nitrates in it just straight down the sink uh, the one I'm getting is an Aquion aquarium water changer and there will be a link to that on in the show notes uh, on the website as well. Scrapers, brushes, and algae magnets. Of course, we need tools to periodically clean the inside walls of our tropical fish tank. All generally are you know are in the five dollar to thirty dollar range. You can use these for multiple tanks. I have several and don't need to order a new one right now. Uh, you may have to replace them after a little while. Some of the cheaper ones, you know, get caked up. You know, these sponges that they have on the end of them to scrape with get, you know, all caked up with things and everything else. And you might just have to replace those every once in a while. Also, uh, again, make sure that with the scrapers, you definitely rinse them off if you're using them with multiple tanks and things like that. You should rinse. You should also rinse everything off before you even put it in the water of your tank. I, I have a tip like that out there on the website at Aquarium Tip Tank. Uh, but just make sure you rinse everything off and uh, real good with just tap water before you put anything in the water of any of your aquariums. I will also need a few more five-gallon buckets. Uh, the ones that I found are green Encore plastic EcoSmart buckets and, and the top that goes with them for about $7 from Amazon. I, I will also give you a link for that. I'm personally getting four more. The buckets and the tops seem to be sold separately at Amazon. I already have two for the other tank that just hold clean water. So I will have six five-gallon buckets. That's thirty gallons worth of water that I need to that I that I will need to initially fill my aquarium. I will after I initially fill my aquarium. I probably won't really need all 
six of those five-gallon buckets again. But I will use two uh, for salt water mixing, for water changes from then on. I'll probably uh, use one of them for RODI tap water for top-ups from evaporation. And I'm sure I'll find a one uh, a way to uh, work in that other fourth bucket that I have. The two that I already have will just go back to being used for the nano aquarium. Okay, so with those five-gallon buckets, what I'm initially going to do is mix some water, right, and make some salt water. Well, in order to make that salt water, the next thing that I need is some salt mix. So I will be using the Instant Ocean as a salt mix. Uh, go ahead and check all brands out, see what they say they have and everything else. Uh, Instant Ocean is the one I come across more than likely from almost every saltwater aquarium uh, owner that I know and hobbyist that I know. Uh, there are other ones out there that probably do just fine. Other people will say other things about other saltwater mixes. Go ahead, look at them. Choose the one that you want. Uh, a 15-gallon bag of Instant Ocean will make about 50 gallons of salt water. So I'm going to go ahead and get a 15-gallon bag. I'll make 30 gallons of salt water. Uh, I have, I'll have 20 gallons of salt water left, possibly. If I need to get another $15-pound uh, bag, no big deal. I'll get another one. Of course, when the time comes, I am going to need another 15-pound bag. I'll go ahead and get it. So the next thing I need when I'm mixing this salt water and, and making this salt water is a hydrometer or refractometer. Uh, you know, you got to know the salin salinity of the salt water you're making in those buckets and with that salt mix. Refractometers are more expensive at about $30 to $110, depending on the refractometer you get. And a hydrometer is only $10. Now, there are debates out there and things like that. Some people say that a hydrometer is, uh, you know, it's just a cheap plastic thing and it breaks half the time anyway. And maybe the float that is in it isn't working right and everything else. Well, you know, your salinity is going to change a little bit anyway. It, it changes throughout the day. Uh, and some of them say that hydrometers just aren't accurate enough. Well, get it in the right range and your salinity is going to change throughout the day anyway. Your salinity is going to change. Your salinity might change a little bit from the time that you mix your salt water to the time that you put it in. You shouldn't wait too long after mixing your salt water before you put it in your tank, but it, it might change a little bit. So... Even if you have such a specific refractometer and it might change a little bit one way or the other, at least you have an idea of the range that it's in. Anyway, uh, you know, that's just me. A, refractome, a hydrometer has worked just fine for me so far and, and in the past. Um, that's what I'm going to use for now. If I find that I've gone through five hydrometers or something like that and I, and I can go get a good $50 refractometer, maybe I'll do that because it'll last longer. I don't know. We'll figure that out. I have a hydrometer right now. I'm going to use the one that I have. All right. So that's not the only test that I need to do. Salinity isn't the only thing that we need to look at. Uh, I'm going to need some test kits, especially for after we I go ahead and mix this salt water, make it poured in the tank, and it's time to cycle the aquarium. But it is very important to make sure that you know how your water, water quality is doing. With salt water, you need to do regular tests for ammonia, nitrite, nitrate, and pH at a minimum. With coral reefs, you may also want to test for calcium, phosphate, iron, 
carbonate hardness, and general hardness. Some tests also come with directions about how to fix water quality parameters. So go ahead and get that, and especially during the cycling of your tank, uh, you know, I... I'm personally going to be writing everything down every time I test. I, I kind of want to see that ammonia spike during the cycling process. Of course, if you don't understand what I'm saying right now, some of you are experts. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you are not, and you don't. But I will get into the cycling process in a podcast while I'm doing the cycling of my tank. We will talk all about it at length, I'm sure. So... Basically, you, you got to know your ammonia. I'll be writing everything down throughout the cycling of my tank. I'll be doing tests um, very often. I want to see the ammonia spike, and then I want to see that ammonia go back down to zero, if at all possible. Uh, it, well, I definitely want to see it go back down to zero. And uh, the cycling at that point is pretty much done. It might take two weeks or so. We'll see. Okay, so after the test kit, what do I need? I also need some light timers. Uh, I need two timers for my EcoRay 60DX LED light system. I need one for the white daylight LED lamps and their plug, and I need one for the blue actinic LED lamps and their separate plug. Uh, this EcoRay 60DX has two separate plugs, one for the blue, one for the white. I want to time them and have the freedom to time them however I want. I found some other light timers and even some integrated power strips with timers and things like that for the aquarium. But the reviews were either bad where they didn't work the way I needed them to or the timer didn't work for very long or they didn't allow me to have the blues on, or, you know, have two of them on at the same time. And there are times when I want to have whites and blues on at the same time. And so I just said to heck with it, I can get two $5 light timers and plug them into the same power strip and just be able to control the blues however I want to control the blues and the whites however I want to control the whites. So that's how I'm going to do it. You can also read the reviews and figure all that out for yourself and how you want to do it. Maybe you don't, maybe you only have one plug for your lights. Hey, that's all you'll need. Maybe your timer is integrated into your lights. You never know. All right. So the next thing I'm going to need, I, I talked a little bit about this in, in that last portion, but I'm going to need a power strip with a surge protector to plug all this stuff in into, right? So I got to plug all these electrical things with plugs into something. And I want to make sure to get one with enough spots to plug everything into. Uh, you sometimes need to watch out for large, um, odd shape of some of the plugs, like light timer plugs and things like that. They might have a you know a larger plug that plugs in there, and it'll block the it'll it'll block the outlet for the the next plug over. Um, Find one that has enough and is big enough to hold all that stuff. Or maybe you want to get two power strips or something like that with surge protectors. Uh, you know, just make sure you find a surge protector that will work for all of the electrical things that you have to plug in. Uh, I'm also going to purchase a waterproof floor mat. Uh, th this is really just... Uh, you know, I'm really just getting one to, to follow one of my own tips, which is keep your carpet dry. Uh, this tank and tank stand is on a carpet that I'd like to keep as dry as possible. A floor mat under the tank will help with splashes and spills during routine water changes or filter media changes, etc. 
So these are the things that I mostly need to get now so that I can start adding my live sand and live rock. I'm not going to get live rock and live sand now because, uh, you know, I want to get them and place them in the tank as immediately as possible. Uh, some of these items I don't need because I already have them, but I would more than likely need to get them if I didn't already have them. Uh, so with, with these things and everything that I get, I can make the salt water. I can go quickly grab some live sand, throw it in there, live rock, th put it in there, arrange it in there, put that water in the tank and start cycling my tank. Then I might decide that, decide that I need a few more items, a few more of these smaller items, kind of. Uh, protein skimmer is actually a pretty big item. I will probably end up getting a protein skimmer. It isn't absolutely necessary, but it does help a whole lot, that's for sure. A UV sterilizer is also optional. I don't plan on having a UV sterilizer. Uh, it's another filter that would get rid of both the good water particles and as well as the bad water par particles, possibly. So, you know, you might sterilize everything, both the good and the bad, out of your tank before you put it right back into your to your tank. So, you know, I'm just going to stick with uh, mechanical, chemical, and biological filtration right now. I might go ahead and get a UV sterilizer later. Maybe. We'll see. I'm not planning on having one at this point. And possibly a power head uh, w will help keep the water movement and oxygenation in my tank. If I set it up and, you know, get the filter running and everything else and I decide that there's just not enough turbulence in there and water movement creating oxygenation in my tank, then I will probably go ahead and get another power head. Uh, that's th something I, I'm actually planning on probably needing is that and a protein skimmer. But at this point, I don't need to get those things in order to start cycling my tank. All right, time to sum everything up. The purchase order that I just put in is for a floor mat to keep my carpet dry, a submergible aquarium heater, an RODI filtration system for my tap water, a floating thermometer, a siphon and water changer, two timers for my lights, a power strip with surge protector, and four five-gallon buckets with tops. I am currently in the process of making a light stand on my own out of conduit pipe and some conduit connectors and attachments. Be sure to check out the Aquarium Tip Tank website for the post about that. There may be another video coming out soon. So go ahead and also check out the YouTube channel at www.aquariumtiptank.com YouTube. Once that is complete, and the rest of this equipment is here, I can make up some salt water, go grab some live sand and live rock from my local fish store, and start cycling my tank. You will know all about that, I'm sure. Just follow along, follow along these podcasts, and on the website, and on Facebook, and Twitter, and wherever else you want to follow along, and you will know and hear all about how the cycling of my tank is going. Again, uh, please get in touch with us using any manner you'd like. Go ahead and tell us how your aquarium is coming along at www.aquariumtiptank.com. You know, find us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. We'll be back with more aquarium tips in about two weeks.
Thank <laughs> you.